Welcome to the Wealth Building Made Simple podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Gibb Insurance Agency Dallas. Today, along with Susanna Gibb, Philip talks about kids on auto insurance policies. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now... Here's Philip. All right, we are back with another episode of Wealth Building Made Simple with Susanna Gibb of the Gibb Agency. How's it going, Susanna? Philip, it is going great. I, I am glad to hear this is this is this is gonna this is after this will air after spring break. And so I have some fun plans for spring break. I'm excited about it. Oh nice. I hope all the listeners, I hope y'all had an amazing spring break, depending on like where you live. If you're in DFW, I think all of our spring breaks, it's like the fourteenth. That week. Yeah, the 12th, something on the 12th. Yeah. You know, and pretty much people, listen, if you're going away with your kids, that's considered time off of work. That's not a vacation. Just get it straight in your head. It's different. <laughs> that, just time yeah. off work. Just time off work, right? And is it, yeah. and is it really time off if, to, you know, that's... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's spe- building memories with your children. Exactly, exactly. So speaking of kids... Uh, kids on auto policies like this for me is happening like at a scarily fast pace like my oldest is like five years away from driving and I'm like freaking out because he just he just was like in mittens as a baby spitting up you know milk Mm -hmm. golly it's happening too fast we actually ask people when they say they have kids we write down how old they are and at about 12 we start talking to people about putting their kids on their auto policy. And because we had so many people that were so mad about it, they were mad about the price. They were like, they couldn't understand how it was so expensive. And so around 12, we start talking to them and going, listen, it's going to be terrible. It's going to be really expensive. So you need to think about how much you love your children now and that this is part of raising them and just set that expectation level because it's bad. Mm. It's real bad. Like, like it's that. Like it's real. It's real, real bad. No wonder my dad made. Yeah. My dad was like, "Cool, you can get a car, but you're paying for your insurance." And I was like, "Okay." That is one of the things that we encourage um, parents to do is to. It'd be hard for them to pay the whole amount. Like we're talking, um, it's about three thousand dollars extra a year, plus the cost of the car. He wasn't even making me pay the whole deal. I think I was paying like one fifty a month, so he probably was paying the other, you know, other part. Yeah, but you haven't been a sixteen-year-old driver in a few years too, so it's it's gone up. Yeah. I mean, you're only twenty-nine. I know for sure. But <laughs> um, I am thirty-seven and proud. I love it. I got gray hairs though. Yes, we are wise. I'm wiser than you. I'm not <laughs> telling how old I am, but I am wiser. Anyway, so the kids, yeah, it's um. It's it's really expensive, um, but we encourage parents to get their kids involved in at least paying a portion of it, because if they get a ticket, it's going to go up even more, and mm. so they need to know. It just helps. It, it and insurance is so uh, overwhelming and scary in some ways for kids when they hit 
18 and they are expected to really participate a little bit more when they're 26 or whenever it is that they have to start doing the insurance on their own. And the ones that have been involved are just better about it when they come to us mm-hmm. as adults trying to do it on their own because it's 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 weird and freaky. So if you can get them into it and make them uh, part of the process and a little bit responsible, it's it helps them tremendously. Uh, no, no, and I and I understand because I remember. I don't think my brain started functioning properly until like two years ago. I remember, like, <laughs> I remember, I remember turning like twelve, and everything is like a haze until two years ago. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm back to normal. You You're know, back to normal. You know. The other challenging thing I would say. So the upside is we get calls all the time when kids turn fifteen. They're like, hey, we got the permit. We need to put them on the policy. And we're like, well, guess what? You have a year until they turn 16 and they actually get a license for us to have to insure them in Texas. So you're, you've got to get out of jail free card for a year. But um, we also, the other thing that can really affect the rates is the value of the car that you give that kid. Um, and we see this a lot where people, um, you know, I think they love their kids a lot. And so they get them this brand new Mustang, which is, a, new cars are more expensive to insure no matter what, but the statistics of teen drivers is real bad. Uh, you know, teen drivers are not good drivers. I, Terrible. I, they're just not. You know, they don't have enough experience behind the road. They're not good defensive drivers either, it's especially in the Metroplex. Like, you've got to watch out for the other dummies all the time, so it makes it really hard. Um, but don't buy your kid a new car. Or if you do, buy them, you know, a, a car that has a lot of safety issues, but is maybe not an expensive car. So this is the question that I know that you're not going to be able to answer, um, but I'm going to ask it anyway, just because I'm curious, you might be able to answer it. Like, what about these cars that are, um, you know, like Tesla or, or we drive a, uh, it's, I mean, it's a used uh you know, accurate, but it's, you know, um, only a few years old and it ha- it's able to, in advance, tell you, you know, like if a, if a car is, if I'm back at the driveway and a car is down the street coming, it'll beep, let me know, because it sees it somehow. Will, do those kind of cars maybe help with your rates because they kind of help the kid become aware of what's going on? Um, they do, but again, it's like if you buy your kid a $75,000 smart car, it still costs $75,000 when they smash into the post. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt. Like a lot of great, you know, um, the Hyundais, the Kias have a lot of the same safety features. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, I'm, it usually doesn't go over well if I try and tell my clients which cars to buy for their kids. They have an idea of what they want to do. I just say, hey, you know, if you buy the more expensive car, it's going to be more expensive to insure. Now, the other wrinkle in that scenario is sometimes people will buy a new car for themselves and they'll give their kid the old car, right? We see this all the time. But on many policies, the rates, um, the, the teen driver affects the rates on every single car. You know, if you think about your policy, you know, your car is rated this and your wife's car is rated this, but you're both affecting the rates based on your history and your driving history and stuff like that. So you add a teen driver on there. Well, you may have, you know, you may have a Chevy Tahoe, for example, which started in the 60s to $75,000. The expectation is at some point that teen is going to drive that Chevy Tahoe. Or I see people, they're like, I will not let my kid drive my Mercedes. I promise. 
Like, well, statistically speaking, at some point you're going to cave and you're going to let that kid drive the Mercedes, whether it's to prom or it's an emergency or whatever, whatever. And so they rate that teen driver across all the vehicles on the policy. So again, that's something to think about. Don't buy your, you're like, ooh, sweet. I'm going to get a new car and give my kid the old car. Again, maybe not the best solution. Yeah, I just... I just think people need to stop driving in general because nobody's watching the road anymore. So um, <laughs> I'm just, yeah, yeah. It's, I just heard a thing yesterday about uh, drones delivering coffee. This is happening right now. I believe. And it. I was like, we are that much closer to driving cars. It's going to happen. Oh, yeah. I believe. That's why Elon Musk, his, his number one goal for Tesla this year is building a robot. Oh, yes. Robots, for sure. I watched another thing on um, robots and logistics yesterday, and it was crazy. But anyway, back to Elon Musk and Tesla. Tesla is starting to offer their own auto insurance policies. Yeah, I saw that in the annual report. Yeah, which is, you know, I don't blame them. Because you know why? When you get a Tesla, you give up all of your driving information to Tesla. They have all Tesla that Tesla knows if you're not driving. Tesla knows how fast you brake how fast you accelerate. So they're going to give you an auto insurance rate based on how you specifically drive. So as far as an insurance agent goes, it's a little bit uh, troubling because if Tesla's going to do it, you know, Chevy has all the OnStar technology as well. So it's a matter of, am I going to be out of a job selling auto insurance at some point? No, no. You, I don't know. Maybe you, 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 you know. You know what I think will happen. I think. I think the industry changes. I, I like to use the example of ATMs. When people th- when ATMs came out, people thought bank tellers were dead, and there's been more bank tellers hired since then, like by multiples. So just you know, just the way things, just the way things are done is going to change. But you're going to always need people, right? Yeah, there's a service attribute for sure that. I listen, I got to tell you my problem and you've got to figure out how to solve it. Like it, a machine can't really do it, that. Exactly. Now, it's probably going to wipe out some like it's going to wipe out a bunch of people in home office. That's what's going to hurt a bunch of actuaries. You don't need them anymore. An algorithm can do their job. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, well, let everybody know how they can reach you if they want to get prepared in advance, financially plan ahead for kids you know, coming on the policy. I mean, and mentally plan ahead for their kids coming on the policy, which is another big part of it. Um, yeah, you can find us at www.gibagencydallas. That's G-I-B-B, agencydallas.com, on Facebook, Instagram, and the TikTok. <laughs> I love it, the TikTok. <laughs> Talk to you next week. Have a good one. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.